Yeah, we here, back in the rah-rah room, episode five, Two. chilling with DJ Cap, just the two of us, kicking back, talking about making beats, music life, DJ life, various other things, we're gonna be listening to some music, this beat we're listening to right here. Is a DJ Cap exclusive. That's right. Yeah. Are you feeling it? I'm feeling it. Is it weird to say that I'm feeling myself? What's up, DJ Cap? What's up, brother? Just chilling, man. What you got going on? Nada, bro. Same, same. Last day off from the New Year's holiday. Gotta go back to regular-ass work tomorrow. Grown-up stuff. Exactly. It's been a pretty fun holiday season, though, hasn't it? Dude, it has been. This last week has been pretty crazy for me, you know, besides New Year's and all that. I actually didn't do too much for New Year's, but, you know, we had the big show, Meow Wolf. Yeah, Shouts out to... Osmosis for getting me on that. Benzo Wolfman. Yeah. Sold yeah. out. Opened so, up for Sage Francis. If you don't know who DJ Cap is. Oh yeah. He's the uh he's the man. If you've uh if you've listened to the Wise Guys EP that uh I put out with my buddy Sam Wise, uh any of those cuts, anytime you heard a DJ it was this guy. <laughs> that's me, DJ Cap. And that's just recently. DJ Cap's been around for years, man. Yeah. Been spinning since high school. Back Santa Fe High days, right? Pretty much, man. I uh, yeah. guess I started doing DJ stuff back in 2005 when I graduated. Spent all my hard-earned graduation money on a turntable and a mixer instead of going to school. And uh, mainly just got into it to start scratching. That's kind of how I started. It was just uh, hearing scratches and songs, wondering how people did that. I didn't even know it was the DJ that did that or anything. And then, you know. So it was a, it was a mystery that you you felt inclined to solve. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's just like, man, I want to do that. That shit sounds dope, you know. Whatever the like. I always thought scratching in like a song was like the, uh, you know, like the guitar solo and like a rock track or something. You know what I mean? It just is. Just kind of yeah. gives it the emphasis, you know, a little extra flair. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Like as an audio engineer, if I'm recording with a rock band or a, any guitar-based music, you know, there's the rhythm guitar, and then uh, right after the chorus or in the bridge or at some point, 
you know, you come in there and you just, you add little guitar parts, little lead leads just to kind of fill out, fill out the corners and just yeah. beef it up. And, exactly. And then so uh, when I'm working with hip hop, you know, I guess I'm just mostly repeating what you're saying, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've experienced that as well. And that's yeah. when I'm doing a song and I want a DJ to do something, you know, working with you, that's how we did it. We, yeah. At first, we kind of just had you run over it and do your scratches, just kind of warm up to the beat, find find uh-huh. somewhere to go with it. But then, then we were like, "All right, there's that blank spot there. There's that spot right after the vocal, the last part of the verse, right before the hook." Exactly. Throw a little quick something in there, yeah, just something to fill in the gaps. You know what I mean? Just kind of give the track a little extra. You know, make it pop. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly, you've. Uh, You've done a lot over the years to get where you are. Yeah, for sure. So like skills. I said, you know, started off just literally one turntable and a mixer. I wasn't even mixing, really even DJing back then. Just kind of scratching records, you know, over my favorite beats, instrumentals, hip hop songs, whatever. And then I started, uh, shit, man. It was one of my homies from back in the day. Shots out, Gabe Ray. Turned me on to this uh, radio show they were doing, Street Beat. Back in the day, it oh, was yeah. on like eighty nine point yeah. nine or something. That's still going, I think. Is it? Yeah, is it still going? Yeah, and, uh, I've had some friend DJ friends in the community. Uh-huh. I think it was Demonic was on there. Yeah, a year or two ago. Yeah, man. So anyway, like way back then, like this was probably like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, you know. And just kind of heard like those guys were doing scratching, you know, but they were also like mixing dope hip hop tracks together and shit. And it was just like, oh man just kind of opened up my eyes to this whole other like you know aspect of like oh there's more to this than just scratching over beats you know it's mixing tracks and through mixing tracks you kind of make your own tracks you know getting that tempo right getting the yeah i mean there's a lot that really goes into it you know i mean it's like it seems like djing these days is really easy just because of like the technology and everything that's available out there to do it but you know back then before there was cdjs and stuff when it was just turntables and records just the vinyl all vinyl yeah exactly it's like you know it's, it's, it's the true essence of the art in that sense is the struggle to be able to do it now it's automatic but, yeah, I mean that's the digital revolution mm-hmm. you know uh, no and I think it's great like a lot of people hate on it you know, but I think it's kind of taken DJing to like, you know, new heights of, you know, production, uh, technicality. Yeah, I you mean, know, the sound and everything is just always constantly being pushed and people are coming up with always new ways to mix tracks and, you know, do all this crazy shit with it. And You can spend more time actually doing the art part and less time just messing with the the machines you're using yeah, in order exactly. to make the art. Like instead of, you know... Um, Audio engineering. I always say I. I don't think I would. I would actually be an audio engineer if I uh, had to do it in the old era, like back when the Beatles and Abbey Road uh, studio. I, I read this. Right book, with all book. that like analog equipment. And stuff. I mean, it's cool, you know, and fun to look at and play with. But but uh, as far as having t- the tape, dealing with the tape, and oh, that was. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's. We have to actually splice this tape yeah. if we want to loop it. <coughs> and you're using like exacto knives. Yeah, it and, wasn't digital back then. Yeah, all that. I mean, to me, I don't know. I mean, if that's all I ever knew, maybe I'd still be into it. But, but, like, I feel like sometimes this stuff is is tedious as it is. Mm-hmm. Some oh, your computer errors or 
you know, whatever it is, but but it's really quite instantaneous compared to those days. Yeah, definitely. So, the errors are a little bit more minor, I feel, in some aspects, you know. Yeah, you know, and you you damage your tape, like now you can just back it up. Uh-huh. Got a cloud, you uh-huh. got these hard drives. Well, know, that's the cool kinda... thing about having like, you know, programs like Serato and stuff these days. It's like you don't have to worry about carrying around big, heavy crates of records, you know, putting them in a safe place, making sure no one's going to fuck with them, you know. Yeah, that's and, true. That's that's definitely a... You know, the, the ability to like take all that music and just kind of put it on a computer, you know. So it's all just boom, right it's there, true. all in yeah. one thing. <laughs> I kind of laugh now, you know, as an MC, pretty much what I do, if the DJ's got, got their got it down all i have to do is show up to a show with a, a thumb drive just a little flash yeah. drive with my beat on it, beats on it exactly or uh, you know really all i have to show up with my phone and have my beats on there and just mm-hmm. plug it in and press right. play and go if the dj's not around to add it's the goddamn smartphones it, these days man yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy now you know in the old days and i used to be in in like bands uh-huh. where, where we had to carry drum sets and oh, amplifiers yeah. and guitar cases See, it's a pain enough like in the ass for me just to carry two turntables and a mixer sometimes i couldn't imagine you know a couple guitar cases all the drum stuff uh, the drummers amps. man <laughs> back when we were, were younger if you wanted a band it pretty much you go where the drum set is because okay yeah, you got you know a guy who's good at drums and he's willing to play, but uh-huh. he's not willing to lug all of his gear over to your house for for an hour long, two hour long jam session, pack it all back up. Yeah. You know, that's like a whole afternoon of work. Uh-huh. So you end up at one point I even bought a drum set for my studio. Yeah, I saw I remember that. And that was that was because I was like, Well, man, I can get the guy to come over and he has his own drum set or he yeah. doesn't have to bring his own. Uh-huh. So I don't remember, but yeah, you were telling me about that a while back. Yeah, those <laughs> are now it's all on the computer. Now you just press buttons. Yeah, man. I mean, click you know, click mice. Super convenient, <laughs> you know, what can you say? It's cool. You know, I've been enjoying the guitar and bass though. I've been playing the yeah. real instruments again after a hiatus from that. And uh-huh. it reminded me why I like the rush you get from actually playing an instrument than from yeah. like staring at a screen mm-hmm. and clicking and mm-hmm. looping and I mean that's great I love that too but sometimes it's good to go back to the roots you no know? it is man like even uh, you know before I started you know doing the DJ stuff I was messing with guitars you know as a kid trying to make emo rock songs in my bedroom <laughs> but I just never put enough effort into the guitar I guess I never really got good at it that it you know really pushed me to keep with it and eventually just let it go yeah i i was pretty dedicated to guitar that was my thing and then then the hip-hop bug bit me yeah man and like you kind of jumped right in what got you into hip-hop bro uh well as a listener uh when i was a kid riding the school bus uh you know it's back in the 90s i was in elementary school and uh-huh biggie and yeah you know tupac and all that was actually like still pretty heavy yeah. rotation like the um, 90s and i i did like it uh but i i didn't quite i had this weird relationship with it because i i was kind of like a like a nerdy little kid i i got picked on by like the older kids and you know i was like an easy target for some of these older kids on the bus and they were the ones who loved that rap music. That was yeah. like their thing. And so they embraced it. I kind of thought, you know, 
oh, that's like the mean kid music. Because <laughs> that's how I... It, it was put into my life. Yeah, it was always like the bullies in school were like the ones listening to rap and stuff. And so I never really connected with it until a little later after I'd already been playing guitar for uh -huh. years and been in my punk rock days and stuff. And yeah, and um, good friend of mine, Nate, uh, he gave me a bunch of uh, hip hop albums. It was like the underground stuff, though. You know, it was like Atmosphere, Sage Francis, Aesop Rock, uh, you know, Anticon stuff, like, like underground hip hop, lyrical music. And, and that's when I didn't even know about that stuff, you yeah. know, like, uh, Eli's, uh, Poltergeist, uh -huh. that out, like, I just loved that stuff so mm -hmm. much and got into that, but I still was just a fan and I only, I played acoustic guitar and rock guitar, singer songwriter, yeah. hip hop wasn't my realm, um, as an artist. Okay. But then um, uh, I started playing with Reason on the computer mm -hmm. and made some songs in my... Uh, it's like way back. This is like an 08, 07. Oh, okay. And they were just... I mean, there's, this is a much longer story, I'll say, for another podcast. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I just kind of jumped into it as for fun. We were working on another album, an acoustic, uh -huh. uh, like rock, songwriter, experimental album, my buddy Nick and I. Yeah. And... Uh, maybe we'd had a couple too many beers to, to really be <laughs> working on that project seriously. And we just want to relax and let's make a rap song uh -huh. just for fun. And we made yeah. some silly, just making silly jokes. Just having the good times though. Yeah. And, and that turned into State of the Mingo, oh, shit. which is the band that was a joke band that we played this show for a school project at the community college. And all of a sudden, Dylan, Wolfman Jack, hit me up and he said, hey, Leahi over at Corazon needs a needs a, a band, uh -huh. uh, a rap band. And I know you have this thing, like, do you want to play or? Yeah, it's an opening. And we weren't even really serious about it and we didn't even think we were ever going to play. It was for a school project, but, <laughs> you know, I was like, that was fun and we got this opportunity, let's do it. Uh -huh. I thought we were going to get beat up. I thought we were going to get, like, gonna be the school bus days all over again you know and, and we we're opening for this wu-tang affiliate just of your guy. style at the time well and it was irreverent it wasn't we didn't know about hip-hop like like the culture and okay we, we weren't approaching it like we love hip-hop we respect yeah. hip-hop let's no. make hip-hop we were like 100%. we're some silly dudes making funny rap songs because it's ironic that we rap or, or something i don't really know we just did it to be funny, and the songs yeah. were stupid. Okay, like they were intelligent, but they the there was intelligent just, elements, but uh, they you know they were just some you weren't like goofy, taking it serious, like yeah, they say. Yeah, we weren't like trying to impress the sh the streets or, or nothing like that. <laughs> did you just get Siri? Yeah. <laughs> he just said that in his phone <laughs> pops phone up. Siri's up. like, "Hey, Jesus. what's up?" I know, like, bitch, go. We just talk about the future, <laughs> man. Talking about the future, it's crazy. Digital stuff needs to leave us alone. For, just for this episode, I know, right? I can put that no, we, could, we couldn't even do this episode without it. Actually, I know, right? It's crazy going yeah, back to it, mind. bringing it back yeah, around. Yeah, yeah man. But, but anyways, uh, so. anyway, yeah, I, I keep going on this, but yeah, it, no, it was started as a fun thing. The band got uh, some decent popularity. That's how I met 
or got involved rapping with uh well that's where i met you yeah you know through music because we were shows. playing the bar car yeah, i remember seeing like train the parties old, uh, shows and... yeah and i remember you were doing some scratch yeah. you scratched for one time dj ride didn't make car it shows. and you were our dj that night yeah yeah so you you filled in for that so you played with domingo once yeah man i remember at seeing least. you guys seeing you guys a, a handful of times for sure that was in 2011 is it Has yeah it i remember that, long that. i remember the bar car flyer you know facebook tells you what yeah. you did how many years ago whatever mm-hmm. and there was that bar car flyer was see i deleted o- my 11. facebook for a long time i remember like for from like 2010 to like 2014 oh you gotta yeah you're off the grid i was off the grid for a little bit so yeah i didn't i didn't it's get the cool flyer. see i see him now that i'm on like people send me stuff like remember this I'm like yeah i remember that but that's what the flyer that. looked like nice <laughs> <laughs> nice nice man that's what's up but yeah, so the band ended and I wanted to continue making music. Mm-hmm. And throughout the time of joking around with hip hop, I got to understand hip hop more by being a part of it. Yeah. Um, and the first thing I noticed is that it was a very inclusive community where people were really, yeah, let's work together. Hey, that was cool. Hey, let's do a track. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, I make beats. Let's do this. You know, and all of a sudden, as a creative person, it was so much more um, exciting to be a part of than than my songwriter, where I was more isolated and I didn't really work with a lot of other people. It wasn't like that. Yeah, but this is like doesn't matter. Let's do a song. All right, you you know, it's just all of a sudden we're this big network mm-hmm. and web where we're on each other's music, so we kind of share our art. Yeah, exactly. And and, and as as a, a lyricist, I wrote, uh, I would write songs like verse chorus verse chorus and they were very you sing every note and it was about the melody and you could only say so much but with with the limited amount of words you use and i started writing raps and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden i would be using several pages instead of you know because you say so you fill in those words yeah you're just going you got the flow you can say whatever you can like to me it was just a, a huge freedom hip-hop opened this world to me yeah and so so that's where i come from i don't come like i'm still learning about what djs do um <laughs> same I'm, here bro and then wonky <laughs> wonky is always teaching me about like the graffiti culture yeah and uh you know i've learned a little bit about b-boy culture i don't really have too many b-boy uh-huh. homies uh you know so it's just like what i learned yeah. from my friends and and i kind of came into hip-hop backwards like a lot of the mcs i work with they weren't musicians they were they wanted to listen they loved hip-hop like mm-hmm. there's some people who don't listen it they're hip-hop heads that's what they yeah, do straight up. it's about the culture it's it's like it's not about the music it's about participating in the culture yeah it's and like a literal lifestyle so i've come a, i came at it like as a musician trying a different genre and i stumbled upon this culture mm-hmm and i love it you know so yeah, it's dude. pretty it's pretty cool you know a lot it's of times great, i struggled man. like oh i'm this like dude from santa fe i don't have any roots to like you know like the the new york like like urban like where the birth of hip-hop came uh-huh. from you yeah. know it's like so i'm like where do i belong in this yeah. culture you especially know? yeah <laughs> I think, you know it's just growing up in new mexico or in santa fe you know you kind of just have that that I have that, you know, feeling too, where I'm just like, I feel like, like I'll never, you know, I'm nobody. I come from, you know, such a small town, you know, not a, you know, like 
we're known throughout, you know, friends and everybody like that and in the city a little bit, but, you know, by no means big time or anything like that, you know? I mean, we do, we, we're in the desert out here, but, you know, at the same time, you're, in, you're, you're trying to be a rapper in New York, mm-hmm. like, and I have homies who are out there and big ups to them. They're making huge moves yeah, and that's sure. great, but it's just a different climate, a different environment there. It seems like more opportunity. More opportunity, but more people fighting for those opportunities. Uh, now think about this: like you and Wolfman and Benzo got to open for Sage Francis. Right. You know that's sick. Yeah. Now, if Sage Francis played in New York and you guys were out there, think about all oh. those people that would be trying to get that fighting for that spot. spot essentially. So, you know, we do pretty well out here in the sense that you know we. We put in the work. There are a lot of people out here, but when the big acts come through, we get to we get to work with with that tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, in New York, there's so many, and in any major city, yeah. any big place. I'm just using New York as an example, but that's. I wonder about that. You know, I've never tried to go make it in New York or whatever. Exactly. You know, it's a, it's just a different mm-hmm. different world, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I can yeah, I can feel you on that because that's you know one thing. Because I've just recently kind of just started getting my foot in the door, I feel like, in places, you know. DJed for a really long time, but, you know, not consistently here or there. Didn't have any real consistent spots, but, you know, just kind of in the last year, things have been a little more consistent as far as the DJ circuit goes, you know. Playing different places, getting out of Santa Fe. Yeah, it's good. I feel like <laughs> our 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 team is, is, is getting putting in work these days, and... It's a culmination of all of our individual years of of experience, and I think we've learned a lot more to work together better mm-hmm. and, and and help highlight each other's strengths. Mm-hmm. And well, we're all I feel like kind of finding our groove finally. You know, a lot of it, you know, was us just you know me even well speaking personally, like you know I'm just kind of really coming into my style, you know, really kind of figuring out what I want to do and what I really like, you know, and what I really don't like, you know. That's where back in the day I was just kind of taking it all in, just kind of filtering, you know, through totally music nice. and, you know, whatever. Well, uh, I want to talk more about your uh, your journey coming sure. up and, and where you can't come from as a DJ and now a producer. Yeah, man. But uh, let's let's play a little music for the people. Sounds good, bro. You know, we've been having a good time talking. Now let's let's right. let's jam out. So um, we're gonna we're gonna play this track that's gonna highlight uh, Cap's DJ abilities and his scratching skills. Uh, this is a track called "Wise Guys" from the group Wise Guys off the album Wise Guys. <laughs> DJ Cap on the cuts. Samwise, myself on the production and MC. Wise guys, huh? OG Willow and Samwise. We wise guys. Yo, Cap, show them what's good. 505 Santa Fe. They call me OG Kenobi I only kick it with homies So 
keep your yes men and cronies Been in it a minute, disciplined and committed Still twitching like crickets to get this music shit lifted Embarrassed American, ignorant and so arrogant Praying for Paris, but they don't care about Arabs Long been scared of this, son of path is perilous Modern man forgot for father's principles and their heritage Call me a heretic, but my words are not meritless Where's the line between a patriot and a motherfucking terrorist? See who's the scariest, angry mob of moms who bury kids Or the man in a suit with the brand new golden plated chariot Wise guys, fly high Rocky Mountains, be the skyline Strangers learn when I'm cruising. I'm still rapping with OG. Willikers, so he's an ordinary guy with comic book wisdom, so deep. Posting up green chilies in the parking lot to strip malls. Pit balls, all y'all golf courses make my skin crawl. They want you sleeping, they got control. No independent thought, they want you sold. Saffron mumble pop, it makes my stomach turn. Mezcal on the rocks. The worm. Wise guys, fly high. Rocky Mountains, be the skyline. Wise guys, we fly high. Rocky Mountains, skyline. 505 dynamite, we lay tracks by gold mines. Wise guys, fly high. Rocky Mountains, be the skyline. Wise guys, we fly high. Rocky Mountains, skyline. 505 dynamite, we lay tracks by gold mines. up with you one of these days wise guy and when i do pow! yeah yeah wise guys by wise guys from wise guys uh, featuring dj cup dj cup yeah cap on the cuts so uh yeah we did that one earlier well later last year i guess just a couple of months right, ago i was gonna though. say that yeah it's already yeah not um, earlier this year three days into the new year and i guess i'm still thinking we're in 2016 <laughs> i know man Whew. On to the next one. No kidding. All right. So, uh, yeah, that was tight, man. Thanks for doing those scratches. Those are, yeah, those are sweet. I hope so. I can Can't say. wait to do that live. We just got to get Samwise. It's like every time I listen to my stuff, no, I don't know. It just it sounds like worse and worse every time. It's a weird thing that happens, whether it's mixes or scratches that I do. It's a weird like personal insecurity I have more than anything, I think. It's oh, like I, I hear my shit. And I'm just like, man, it could be so much better. <laughs> that should be a, a cause for inspiration. Like, oh, it all is. right, cool. I'm gonna top that. I'm well, gonna top that. I'm it certainly top keeps that. me like driven in a sense. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, I can, so I'm going to. But it's frustrating as an artist to never be satisfied. Yeah, know? that's like I think part of what it is. Once you're satisfied, that's when your art starts to suck. 
See, that's what I've always thought. Like the day that I'm like finally like, you know, all right, this is good. It's like the day that maybe I'll start falling off, you know. Well, I mean, think about it. I even say that I'm already on, you know, but, <laughs> or I'm even on, but. Well, you're not on until you are. And then once you are, you're on, like, once you, it's like, what well, you're not on until you realize it. Once you realize you're on, you're already off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, I got this uh, good friend of mine, uh, Prabhu, all the way down in uh, Peru. Mm-hmm. And one of his, one of the things he says that I, that I always I always stick with is you think you lose and it doesn't mean don't you know think don't use your mind but it's just like as soon as you know like uh, one, what he was talking about is he was playing guitar uh-huh. and it was in the dark and he was shredding and once he realized oh hey it's I'm, I'm like playing really really well in the guitar like I'm shredding and it's dark he messes up yeah you know, or I'm sure that's, like, I'm not a skateboarder, but a lot of my friends are, and, uh-huh. or, s- or snowboarder, or ski. As soon as you think you're on point, boom, you mm-hmm. hit a tree or something. <laughs> no, man, I can totally feel that 100%. Like, uh, like I feel like my times of best scratching and stuff are like times where I, you know, wasn't really like, I was just kind of going, you know, I wasn't really like focusing on it or concentrating, just, you know letting it come out, you know, just riding the groove of the track or whatever it was, you know. And then it just kind of like, you know, just kind of comes out of you, you know. But the moment you start thinking about it, you're kind of realizing what you're doing. It's like all of a sudden you, it's like you, you lose, you you break connection with the ether or whatever that's feeding you, you know, whatever it is. that's You think you you lose. It's like when you say it, you kind of have to explain it. I really get it. You think you lose. You say it first. It's like, I'm not telling you to go What the hell is Zach talking about? You think you lose. It's simple. Get that embroidered on a pillow. Dude, put that on a t-shirt, bro. We might have just, we might have to edit this part out. Someone's going to steal our idea. Yeah, that's true. For sure. All right. Well, you all won't be hearing this part. <laughs> right. right cool cool man well cool so you're we all know you can dj we all know you're good with the cuts yeah so uh what Probably else can better you do at scratching than the mixing well yeah i mean you know can mix mix tracks you know it's a big aspect of djing these days you got to kind of be well-rounded i feel you know and then that's actually a good point you know i'm gonna actually show the world my ignorance here as far as the dj world <laughs> yeah, I, have a, I have an understanding of it now, but it took me a while to really get what a DJ did, you know, besides the uh-huh. scratches, you know, like yeah. I was saying, it's like a guitar solo. That made sense to me uh-huh. as a, someone who, who puts together songs and, you know, mm-hmm. produces a, a track, you know, I want a DJ cut there, yeah. you know, but, but what, but there's hanging out with you and hanging out with DJ Ride and, uh-huh. you know, just talking to all the yeah, DJs I know. DJ Ride. Yeah, and Doer, you know, everyone does Shouts these like Dewar. really excellent mixes and people would always be like, you hear that mix, man? That's amazing. Yeah. And early on, I'm like, I'd nod like, yeah, man, totally. But I'd be like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, yeah, I don't, you I don't really get understand it. it. And then other DJs would, would be like, well, that DJ just only, they just play songs off their iTunes. They're just iPod DJ. And I'm like, well, what's the, isn't your job to like play songs and people dance uh-huh. to it? Like that was my ignorance. Yeah. So, so 
See, I guess that's... Why I don't guess you explain it? We're like the art form. See, I didn't even know that. You know, I was kind of like you for a while. You know, like I said, I was just scratching records. Didn't really know about actually mixing. You know, I didn't buy my second deck until maybe like two years after I bought my first one. And then I started, you know, trying to like get songs to play well together. I didn't even know it was mixing. I was just like, well, that sounds good. When I play this... At this part of this song, they almost kind of go together at the same tempo, beat matching, you know, and getting into, I guess, the art form of it. And that's, you know. So you, so that's that's a big part is the transitions. That's a big, yeah. like, oh, did you hear that transition, mm-hmm. man? Yeah. Well, wow. it's like one, you know, and what kind of like, it, it was other DJ, you know, like big name DJs, like, you know, like DJ Shadow, you know, Z Trip, you know, bigger name DJs. I'd go and see their shows and I kind of saw that they were like, creating a vibe basically with the the music they were playing the way that they were mixing it together you know they were literally like changing the vibe like you could like you know kind of shift the tempo the energy in the crowd like you know it was really kind of like mesmerizing you know and just like oh shit like this is this is like real djing like this is kind of like this is this is how you this is djing you know this is in its purest art form yeah, you know? and, and and you know later on, once as I was saying earlier, learning about hip hop, uh, you know, and I knew that I didn't want to be ignorant. I always knew one of those days back in the Mingo days, I'd be standing there on the mic, and some like legit MC who mm-hmm. had his knowledge on point would call me out, and I and what would I have to say about it, you know? Yeah. And, and so so I kind of called myself out before anyone else got to, uh-huh. you know, luckily. At least so you to like my beat face. him to the punch, and and so I spent a lot of time, you know, watching documentaries, reading uh-huh. books, listening to music, asking mm-hmm. my friends, my hip hop heads, "Hey, what's good? What should I know? What am I missing?" You know, I've met a lot of people along the way to get my knowledge down. Uh, but my point is, uh, learning about the DJ stuff, uh, you know, like uh, Grand Grandmaster Flash, you mm-hmm. know, and and like he was the one who learned how to get the two of the exact same yeah, records like, and know, play the on the originator you know doing like the first dj tricks and stuff scratching you know juggling mixing essentially you know yeah, and when we had herc cool herc right yeah. and africa bombada right those are the three yeah the holy trinity I believe. see i don't even know like i'm not even like you know when it comes to like dj history i totally slack you know what i mean just because i am i kind of grew up you know newer well, by the time I got into DJing, it was already like 2005. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and it's like so our like, generation I mean, I, has to learn I mean, of course, you like, like I, you know, I went back and looked at, you know, those guys for sure, you know, because you got to you know, go look at the history a little bit. But yeah, I don't yeah, know, like, yeah. You know, I mean, like it's some, interesting though. Some like, people I'm I run into like know the history myself. of DJing, like you know, like crazy. They just know they always throw out all these like facts to me and all this stuff, and I'm just like feel retarded because I don't know it, and I feel like I should. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, there's songwriters who who are classically trained and they know, you know, what every key and and you know mm-hmm. every scale mm-hmm. and totally have 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 that mapped out. Mm-hmm. And then then you ask other musicians who don't even know what they're playing, but yeah. they're amazing, you know. Uh-huh. So so it's not like totally. You don't have to know that to be good at what you do. Mm-hmm. 
but I felt it's well, interesting like, to kind of like, look uh, back to kind of understand it because I'm always trying to yeah. re-understand hip hop. Well, it's and good because it gives you a respect, you know. And it's like you know, though, if it wasn't for those originators, you know what I mean, I wouldn't be de- doing what I'm doing, you know. Yeah, and and originally the DJ was the one, like the MC came later, you know, at those original DJ mm-hmm. party at those those original parties. It was all about the DJs and. You know, mm-hmm. they get those break beats from the yeah. disco track and find a way. Well, and they, they would loop the breaks, you know, and that was loop the it whole, back and forth you know, to keep the uh, what it was is to keep, you know, just to keep the groove going. Because the break was only like, you know, 10, 15 seconds. But, you know, you loop it back and forth, you know, on the turntable, you can keep it going for a couple minutes and keep that vibe going, you know, because people are feeling that, you know, specific break. Yeah, you can tell, you know, when you when you're playing a track and, you, you know, hit a certain, you know, whatever it is and the beat or whatever. And, you know, you just see people feel it. You know, you see the head start moving. You see people start, you know, getting down. You're like, you know, this is a winner right here. Yeah. So and you want to kind of keep it going for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Of those, old, of those old school parties and those people are getting down. Yeah, you know? man. It's, it's amazing. And, oh, and, man. and so the MC would get on the mic just to hype the DJ. Mm-hmm. And it just it grew from there. Yeah. And just, you know, keep that energy, you know. Keep that energy up, you know, keep the party going. You know, that's that's what the DJ does, you know, I feel. I feel awesome, that's, man. you know, the responsibilities, you know, you, the party's going, you're there to just kind of keep it, keep it, you know, keep it riding, keep it grooving. <laughs> well, and that that kind of uh, brings brings to the point, you know, like you see the way that's, that's those are the original hip hop beats. Those are the beats that rappers started rapping to. Yeah. Loops. So that's like mm-hmm. written into the DNA of, of hip hop. And of course, it's been changed and experimented upon much over, a lot over the you know many years it's been around. But mm-hmm. but uh, it's really loop based. You know yeah. that's like the essence is the loop. And so now we're talking about technology. When I think about how they did it, you know how they have to run back and forth between the record players and mm-hmm. get that just you know like they had to constantly be working. And I'm sitting here clicking, and I find my loop, <laughs> and I just hit duplicate, and I duplicate it uh-huh. 40, 50 times, and I hit that, and then I create another loop and create another loop. Right. And, and, and you know, I'm not and doing it. And if you it, don't have a certain here. something, oh, I just, oh, let me Google this. No, yeah. There it is. Type oh, it up. there it is. Oh, the, well, you know, it's, they got the waveform already, ready for download. Boom. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's right there. Oh, I need that 808 snare. Boom. Exactly. I need that, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's at our fingertips now. Yeah, man. Um, but 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 what I was saying is I want to segue into the fact that, that you're also a beat producer. Yeah. And I don't so, think a lot of people know that. So, you know, the DJing since 05, now, what is it? I guess, you know, it's like 11 years. <laughs> I guess 12 now. It's 2017. But, um... So, uh, you know, just kind of, it's one thing that I just realized with DJing is I just like to do it more as like a hobby, you know, just something I like to do. It's not something that I really want to have to rely on, I guess. It's like, uh, I mean, it's a great means of like making money. It's a, definitely an avenue you can travel down if you want to do that. But having done like, you know, the little shows and stuff that I've done, it's, you know, definitely not something I'd want to do like every single night. You know, because those are late nights. It wears on you. The it wears party on you. Lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's not, you know. I mean, I'm only 30, so I'm still pretty young. But, you know, I'm just, I'm not that sort of person, I guess. You know, I don't see myself living that, you know, nightlife lifestyle being, you know, out super late every night. You know, 
Yeah, and it's it's interesting seeing a lot of our heroes. And that's a lot of DJing, unfortunately. Getting that way, you know, it's a lot of like spinning in bars and clubs, you know, till two in the morning, and, you know, packing up. And by the time you get home and everything, you know, it's already four. The the, <laughs> the temptation to drink. Oh yeah, uh, and then that know, too. It's pretty hard to to go out to a party where we're facilitating the party and we're out there. A lot of uh, a lot of hip hop is the music is about partying. Yeah, you know? partying, having a good time, and with that comes you know. And so, you know, you want to drink, you know, and, and a lot Alcohol of us have, have recreational things. Yeah, it gets, it can get pretty intense. Um, uh, but, you know, you, you see a lot of our heroes, like uh, just the other night at the Sage Francis show, mm-hmm. you know, he's talking about how he toured and toured and toured. And then he said he was going to quit touring, mm-hmm. have a normal life. And he he's like, he had some some uh troubles with with the ladies and uh-huh he's like you know well, forget this i'm going back on tour you yeah. know <laughs> and it's just like you can see see just like the i mean yeah he chose to go back but that's he's he's well established but you know to be people in our age bracket without having a well established career yeah. um to start out right now and to do that mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to naysay. If that's that's your dream, that's your dream. Yeah. Great, beautiful. But I just, me as a person, it sounds like what you're saying is, my early twenties. If if things were popping off for me then, then yeah. oh yeah, hell oh, yeah, yeah go party, you know, mm-hmm. you know, meet the ladies, then. stay, <laughs> see the world, you know, like really experience life. But you know, now that I'm I'm getting. You know, now I'm 30, so older, now, and not that I'm getting, I'm you know, like, not... it's less appealing to me to go party and rage and stuff. Like, I'd actually rather have like a chiller life, you yeah, know, and go experience exactly. stuff, but have like, you know, more. So, you know, I like having my dog and and my lady friend, mm-hmm. and you know, not being on the road. Like, oh, I miss yeah. you, baby. I miss you, baby. You See, know, and I've like, never even been <laughs> on tour before. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely one thing. You know, I'll I'll do try to get it in. You know, I've had a few offers. From a few people to do little tours just around the area, but you know, just because of work and stuff, wasn't able to take off the time and everything. Yeah, but you know, it's definitely something I want to do. But you know, like I was saying, it's like I don't want to do that forever, you know. <laughs> and so, yeah, because of that, like uh, I've just like I definitely want to do music, though. You know, I love DJing and I love you know the music and the sound that's being pushed out there. So I started, I guess, looking into like production, you know, and music production and. It's kind of something that I always wanted to do. I guess I just never thought I had the ability to do it. I never thought like, you know, oh, I'm not musically inclined. Like I said, I couldn't even learn how to play the guitar, you know. How could I make a song, you know? But, you know, with the technology and stuff that we were talking about, you know, they've made it, I guess, a lot easier to, you know, lay down things, lay down the elements to, you know, compose a track essentially. And, you know, with the DJing and stuff, I guess it's kind of given me you know, a familiar familiarity <laughs> with like music and like you were saying the, the patterns, you know, the the loops, you know, and it, and just kind of realizing that you know it's it, it's 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 not all just kind of one thing, you know. You can branch off, you know. Like I I may not have to do this DJing thing forever, you know what I mean? Like maybe I can actually start making my own music and stuff. And I mean, I'll always DJ like. You know, like I love to do it, I love to scratch and just mix, but you know. It's just a, a jumping off point to yeah, exactly. the other musical like, You know, like looking, like you were saying, like kind of looking at the future and, you know, 
thinking about what I really want to do, it's like, you know, the music production is really kind of like something that seems like a, you know, something to jump on. It's a, it's a good feeling too, you know, like, um, Oh yeah. And just creating, you know, well, cause you can't, you know, back when I was a musician, I'd have to have the whole band, the drummer, the bass player, everybody. And I could only hear the songs when we all got together and played them Mm -hmm. unless we recorded them. And back then we didn't have much for recording. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's where I started my dream to make music. And then now I'm at a point where I've got instruments, I've got, a, a, a beat station I, c- I can make full songs by myself mm-hmm. you know yeah just you know in not too much time you know i can take an evening and make a couple pretty cool tracks mm-hmm. you know at least get them started so uh yeah it's, it's pretty 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 good feeling to be able to to get that out you know yeah. without having to wait till thursday and then the bass player is sick so i guess you know, you know, like mm-hmm. that feeling from when I was a uh, kid in high school, or self-expression. You, know, you just get yeah. it out there. You know, now you can just put it out on SoundCloud, and you know, the whole world can hear it within yeah. that night if you want. <laughs> exactly, crazy. man. So yeah. crazy. And uh, but yeah, you know, like you're saying, just it's creation. You know, for me, that's really what it is. You know, just it's like I, I'm not, I'm not an artist. You know, I can't paint. I can't do shit like that draw um you know but i can mix songs well i can mix sounds well and you know hopefully through that i'll be able to make some cool music out of it <laughs> yeah that people will appreciate but you know just you know at the end of the day it's something i just like to do regardless you know just having fun making noise basically well uh you know talking about it let's uh let's listen to one of your beats
That's another beat by DJ Cap. What's up? Or is it Beatmaker Cap? <laughs> Do you wear a different cap? No, when I guess you're making beats. I guess I should keep it consistent. I don't know. I've Just thought cap. about uh, making like my own, you know, producer name to make it separate, but I don't know. It seems like DJ Cap's, you know, pretty solid. That's what a lot of people know me as, you know. Yeah, I mean, why not? You know, there's nothing wrong. I don't think most people even know my real name. You know, Justin. Dude, I just outed you. What the f? I'm just proud of that (laughs) that I'm one of the people that know. (laughs) I actually know. But yeah. Anyway. I can't pronounce your last name though. Oh, a lot of people have a hard time, so don't feel bad. Ulabari. Ulabari. It's all about turning a B into a V and riding those R's. You know, ride, ride those R's. Yeah, ride those R's. Yeah, I got, I get Maloff. I'm just kidding. Maloff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I bet you get some pretty silly stuff, huh? Yeah, I just, you know, OG Willikers. Just call me that if you don't know me. Can I speak to Mr. Maloff? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Pretty fun one. Um, Zachary Maloff. Yeah, I thought about the same thing uh, on the uh, on the beat maker name thing. It's yeah. like, do I want like OG beats, Willikers beats? Yeah, you want to come with something Willie cool. beats? Like, then I thought, nah, it's too complicated. <laughs> right. I already have two names, so I need mm-hmm. more. I mean, if you want more, you can have mm-hmm. you can have as many names as you want. Mm-hmm. I don't want to limit anyone on how many names. Yeah, that they can have, but I I don't think I need more than two. Yeah. Maybe a third one here and there, but... Whatever, man. Some rappers have, like, six. I've got abbreviations. Look at Cool Keith, man. Time he comes out with a new album. Keeps it fresh. I mean, that's cool. Have as many as you want, but... <laughs> I I can barely handle two. And then you got, like, more email account. You got to set up a different email uh, account. Yeah. You got, like, ten passwords. Uh-huh. Like, I'm already having enough trouble with, like, OG Willikers mm-hmm. email, my personal email. I got this junk mail email... Oh, I got the rah rah room radio oh, email now just to set yeah. up the podcast. You know, that's already four emails. A lot of passwords. It's too many passwords. Yeah. Too many. And then every time they're like, you need a new password. I'm like, oh, and it's got to be, you know, it's got to have like eight special characters with a 32 bit encryption. I get pretty, pretty. And we're going to send you a card in the mail that you have to slide into your computer while you type it in. <laughs> Drone delivery. <laughs> it's, it's it's a new world. All, All right, right, cool, man. Well, uh, Sorry, so you make these off. you make these dope beats now. That's pretty yeah, pretty man. nice, Thanks. man. Appreciate it. You're all right. You know, what I'm really you? just kind of starting out. I really just started uh, probably taking the production serious in like the last year and a half. A lot of just messing around, you know, kind of like you were talking about, you know, just being experimental, making a bunch of silly stuff. Yeah, and then just kind of realizing, oh, you know, you know, well, just hearing people say, you know, hey man, it sounds decent. That's good. That's dope. Yeah, just kind of gives me inspiration. Like, oh shit, maybe it's good to get those affirmations from people. Maybe I can, you know, actually push this and make some cool stuff. And you know, just through messing around with, I use Ableton, Ableton, a little keyboard, got a little drum pad. Nice, nice. Going, uh, you know. Yeah, it's sounding, sounding pretty good, man. We yeah, got to hear, some, good hear some MCs out there Shouts spitting over some. Here's G, Matt Fisher, showing me how to use Ableton back in the day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Give I me know a kickstart. 
Yeah, yeah dude. We, we did some audio classes. He's too. real dope these days, man. Yeah, yeah. that guy was going somewhere <clears throat> yeah. back in 2010. He's, he's I can't he's imagine got, where he's at he's now. Got, he's definitely on one, man. He's on one for sure. Nice, man. But uh, yeah, and uh, just kind of started doing, you know, messing around with it. Just kind of taking my influences, obviously hip hop and, you know, I'd listen to a lot of electronic too, though, because of the DJing and stuff. Yeah, one thing I like about your beats, they don't really sound for for being as electronic as they are. They're not too video gamey, okay. which is a problem I've had personally when yeah. I I went from making songs with real actual instruments and recording them yeah. to learning how to do them on a keyboard and playing yeah. with a reason, you know, yeah, and messing and around with synthesizers and stuff. And so my first, and even to this day. I have this element, uh, but but my first few batches of beats were very video game music sounding because mm-hmm. I didn't really know how to get an organic feel from yeah. from inorganic instruments, um, and now I still had that problem. So now mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point where I got I have a bass guitar, an acoustic guitar, an electric mm-hmm. guitar in the See, studio. That's really dope, man. I just use them all. I make the electric drums, lay down an actual bass line with the real bass. Because those synth basses, I hear people make nice ones, but for me, I just didn't like what I was making. So mm-hmm. I just pulled out the bass and, okay, it's that tough, sounds man. like a real bass. There we you go. You really got to like know how to like tune you know, the synthesizers and everything or whatever you're using, oscillators, whatever. I don't even know. I mean, there's so many so many knobs on those knobs things, Knobs and like <laughs> things I don't understand when I like, you know, open up something new. I'm just like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah it's what are we doing here how is this noise even being made where's it coming from <laughs> yeah there, and there are a lot of great youtube tutorials out there great yeah, i've learned real. a lot oh, of things man if i ever feel stagnant i'm making a beat and i'm like you know i'm tired of all this like let the, i'll look up like how to make a trap beat or even if i know how to do something uh-huh. i'll look it up because there's a million ways do something Just to get like the yeah how the, to make a trip hop beat the stylings or like the nuances of certain styles yeah I know what you mean I spent a good uh, couple hours trying to get that uh, um, dubstep like warble wobble bass and stuff that like I I don't really know like kind of when you first heard scratching yeah and you're like how do they make that sound yeah, that's what is that? that's what dubstep is. To me, oh, okay. I'm like, what? How the heck do they get that uh-huh. warble oscillation? Yeah, sound? Man. Like real bass heavy. Yeah, and it's cool, but uh, auto filter. It's not something I can. Action, I think from my skill set. So I spent some time YouTubing it. Filter cutting is some shit. I don't know. It's cool. It's cool. I uh, I have respect for it. I'm just not very. I don't know how to do it. But that's yeah. that's the fun of all. No, this it's stuff. insane. That's like why I'm like you know so inspired by like I guess the music that I've played to like actually try to make it. You know, just seeing what people are doing and stuff, and seeing that it's possible. It just takes work and you know a couple of YouTube videos and late nights and <laughs> lots of hours. Repetition but, you know, though. Oh yeah, man, grinding. That's like you know regardless of what you're doing, whether you're DJing playing guitar, playing real instruments, you know, the craft comes from, you know, putting in the hours and, you know, like I, I literally used to scratch every day, man, at least for an hour. I don't, you know, kind of fallen off, not so consistent these days, but there was a time period where, you know. And that was formative to you now, though. It was like something that I was like, you know, I'm going to every day, like I have to do this, like got to put in an hour at least, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how I used to be with guitar, but then. As my musical journey progressed, I, I had to 
I designed a website and had to do flyers and promote a show and learn how to record and mm-hmm. and coordinate with band members and make stickers and you yeah. know so like to be in a you learn more and more skills just to be able to do mm-hmm. the thing you're trying. I'm just trying to play guitar, man. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I learned all mm-hmm. of these things. Now, now, and that's years ago. Now, look at me today. You know, I I, I do the MC hip hop thing, mm-hmm. but that's one of the smallest elements of what I actually do on the day to day with the studio. You know, I get we mm-hmm. got the podcast, so this is going to take me some time to edit it. Yeah, for sure. I got. I'm producing a beat. I'm mixing this person's track. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out, the format and everything. Yeah, so it's it's and I'm not complaining, but it's just interesting how you just like develop all these other skills along the way. Mm-hmm. But through developing those other skills, it's like you get better at everything else that you do. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's true. I mean, I know I'd be a better MC if I didn't do all this other stuff, and I just like got beats from you, mm-hmm. and I just like was an MC, and I went to someone else's studio and recorded them. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I would be, have, be more on point, more consistent, play more shows. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty happy with my role and what I do. Oh, man, you do a lot, it. man. It's, but, it's inspiring, you know. Well, really. that's good. Yeah, we got this community. <laughs> we share our skills, share our talents, work together. Yeah, man, it's really cool, like, you know, to see everybody just, you know, finally, like, you know, feels like everybody's getting into their groove, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's great. really dope to see, you know, just the comparisons We're growing you know? up when you look at, you know, <laughs> like, you know, DJs, MCs from back in the day and you look at them now. It's like, damn, yeah, everybody's out there killing it. Yeah, it's true. I'm really I mean, that's the only reason we even have this podcast is because we have so many uh, talented friends and people in this network that we've built and share. That's like, why not? Yeah. Dude. Every week we can, it's not even hard to find someone, mm-hmm. you know, and eventually I'll run out of friends and people I know, and maybe we'll have to branch <laughs> out and find some people no, I've no, never met. Get but... some like, you know, artists that are rolling through and stuff. Like, you know, Well, yeah, yeah. Saga knows a lot of people as a promoter, you know, yeah, so, you know, next time Shout he's got outs, that in. DJ Saga. Yeah. Man. He's, he kills it, man. He's, he's, he's chiefing it, man. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man. All right, cool. So we talked about your your journey as a DJ. Yeah, I think we pretty much, I mean, That's covered everything, you know, DJing. It's been a long journey, you know. I wasn't always good at it. I think I could still be a lot better for sure. But, uh, you know, just going to keep doing it. Nice. That's what I like to do. <laughs> yeah, and we're we're out here. In the uh, desert, mountain desert city, putting in work. In the 505, Santa Fizzle. Yeah, proud of our people. Yeah, man, no doubt. It's been Albuquerque too. Yeah, man. Southwest. I need to, uh, I need to expand. I need to get out to Bootkay more often for sure. I spun it driving out there at Burt's Tiki a while back, but haven't been there since. Well, we talk to some people, I guess. Twenty seven. I need to work man. on the promotion, man. You know, like I see you, you got the stickers, and you know. Oh, we'll get you some stickers. I don't even man. think I have a Facebook page besides my own personal page, but you know, add me as a friend if you're cool. Yeah, you make don't a post p- up too many lame memes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you? Uh, you got you got a, a SoundCloud, right? Yeah, SoundCloud. 
dot com forward slash DJ underscore cap. Don't forget about that underscore. Otherwise, there's, I think, a couple other DJ caps. And I, you know, I want to get our signals crossed now. I mean, props to those guys and what they're doing, but I am the DJ cap. (laughs) 505's very own. Nice. So, yeah, you know, I usually post up mixes. I'll probably post up some new stuff for 2017. I usually clear everything out for 2016. I took everything down, so if you go up there today, there's not going to be anything. But, you know, don't sleep. Stay tuned. I usually post up stuff randomly at least once a month. I'll post up a mix or track that i'm messing with or something yeah so check it out and he's coming up he's got some features on the new og willikers record uh coming out later on this year yeah for sure man hope to do more work with all the all the boys yeah and i'm sure we're gonna OG, be doing more than that oc osmosis you know you know there's more coming from us so. everybody everybody yeah word word so we're gonna close out this show with one more beat because these things are fire for sure yeah it's your i mean yeah hopefully (laughs) (laughs) anyway shouts out to everybody mom dad family love you guys all the djs dj ride fucking you know john ray out there it's a homeboy Uh, antonius monk look out for him he's a dope kid up and coming super fire but uh anybody else that i missed sorry Peace to everybody. Yeah, yeah.